Better health starts with you skipping the queue at Discam for your new script. Simply WhatsApp a photo of your script to 0860-347-243. You'll receive a message when your script is ready. Add Discam Pharmacies as a contact on your phone. Say hi, select order my meds, then follow the steps. It's that simple. Visit discam.co.za today for more info. Discam Better Health starts here. Let's walk the talk. 702. So we're going to be pushing on with the job searching work kind of vibe today. And I think it's important for all of us to know what is being discussed at the moment because so much has changed in the last couple of years. What looked good on your CV a couple of years ago doesn't look anything at all like it should be looking for those who want to employ you or take you up on something that you've got to offer. So we're going to be talking about the job search, about job searching in the age of AI, how to beat the automation invisibility cloak. And if you've got any questions, please give us a call. The phone line 011-883-0702. You can also WhatsApp me on 072-702-1702. And I'm going to be speaking to Advaita Naidu about this. Africa MD at Jack Hammer Global. A very good afternoon to you. Hi, Jane. How are you? Very good. And you? Very well, thanks. So everything has changed, hasn't it, when it comes to looking for jobs? I mean, as it should, if the jobs themselves are changing and the people doing them are changing, it stands to reason that the way you look for it um, should also change. So how should we start looking? And obviously, there are so many different types of jobs. But if we go down to the basics, what needs to look or sound different? Well, I think, you know, the the way you present yourself should be different. So in the past, people need only have presented the types of things that they were responsible for. They had very task-based um, resumes and CVs, rather than talking about their accomplishments and what sets them apart from other candidates. The war for talent is hot, and the war for jobs is actually it's very competitive. So you need to do what sets you apart from others. And I think with the democratized access to AI tools that came with ChatGPT over a year ago, we did see a lot of people thinking about all the opportunities that opened up to them. You know, you, they used it to write their CVs, um, but without thinking about how they could tailor their CVs for each role that they were applying for, um, how they could use it to write cover letters that were targeted at that particular job. So there are things that you should do absolutely that are available to the masses, but then use it to make yourself stand out. And it seems that more people are applying for jobs. Does that mean that there are more people looking for work? Uh, Have we suddenly just added on an extra couple of million? Or is it because they have (laughs) easier access to these tools? Absolutely. I think it's a little bit of both, but I think there is a lot to be said about the automation. The applications for positions have increased exponentially because they're just so easily accessible. You can do something at the click of a button. One click applications is a second. Everyone does access to to these things that make it easier. Um, and a lot of companies actually use filtering software to eliminate CVs or applications that don't meet their core minimum requirements or keywords. So albeit that a lot of people are applying, um, you do still have to do add that human element into it to make yourself stand out and make sure you make it past the filters. And how do you learn what those filters are? Say you applying for something at the United Nations, for example. 
I mean, are there certain words that you need to research beforehand that you pop into your CV that will pop up on their screen? You should, but I mean, you should also do it in a way that's pretty authentic. Um, make sure your CV is as relevant as possible. A lot of people, as I said earlier, just list their roles and responsibilities. Mm. So employers want to know what sets you apart from other people with the same job. What were your successes? What did you do that contributed to company success? You know, don't use um, buzzwords just for the sake of them. You have to make yourself relevant and show that you have actually accomplished um, what you say you've accomplished. Um, it, it needs to be two to three pages of great information that does leave them wanting more. Um, but it's also not just about your job application, about your CV. You can also start by optimizing your LinkedIn profile. You could do that through the use of AI since, you know, we're saying that there is this access, but you have to be diligent in maintaining it to stay relevant and personalize it to the degree that's appropriate for your roles in, in industries because hiring managers, they do check candidates out on LinkedIn. Um, there's a lot of marketing real estate on a LinkedIn profile. So you could use it quite well. Uh, you know, it's, uh, LinkedIn's got a funny reputation, hasn't it? I mean, people think it's boring and it's, oh, why should you update stuff? And I must say, I'm guilty of that. Not that I think it's boring, but, you know, you, you get a bit lazy. It is the number one place to go, isn't it? If somebody wants to find out what you're up to, that's where they go. Exactly. And I mean, if you're not using it to apply for a job or you're not using it to generate leads for your business, it can be a bit boring. Mm. But if you are on the hunt for something, there is absolutely no reason not to use it to your advantage. And what about keeping a spreadsheet of all your job search activities? I mean, I, I am a great proponent of spreadsheets in general. I think everybody should l run their life by spreadsheets. But it's a way of being organized, isn't it? You know, within a couple of weeks of applying for jobs, you're going to have a lot of irons in the fire. You're going to have a lot of leads and conversations on the go. And it's a way of just coordinating and tracking your actions because otherwise it could get messy. It could m make you look unprofessional. So, you know, you should always have the date you applied for something, the type of return you got on it, um, when your interview is scheduled for so that you can keep yourself organized, um, keep your thoughts organized. Mm. So going back to the CV, I mean, key words, what you say about yourself, all of that is important. Seeing as we've all reached a point where we've, we've got attention spans of a gnat, I mean, should the <laughs> CV be four paragraphs or do we need more than that? I think two to three pages is pretty good. You shouldn't list jobs that, well, I mean, you should always list all the roles that you've had, but it, it's just in terms of the content, probably the last three to four roles, elaborate on those as much as possible. Again, talk about your achievements. Keep it to bullet points where you can, um, except in your headline information. That can show a little bit more um, personality. That could be four or five lines, uh, a highlights reel of who you are. Um, and again, you know, do your homework to determine what is is relevant in your industry and um, look up the, the people and the companies you're applying to. What about getting your mindset right <laughs> when you start putting down Again, bits, yeah? I think, you know, getting your mindset right means um, being able to tolerate anxiety and frustration to a certain extent. Not everything is going to come back with a positive return. You may need to send your CV out 5, 10, 15 times. Um, I think you need to appreciate that people aren't rejecting you personally. But finding a role is difficult. Appointing the right person is difficult. There will be candidates who are more qualified than you are. And, you know, taking a, a, a very um, measured approach and appreciating that the right thing is going to come along for you at the right time is probably um, the right mindset to have. What about networking? 
Um, I'm glad you asked that. I think networking is incredibly important. Um, There are a lot of people who think that there's nepotism at play um, and it's it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. But pre-existing networks aren't the only thing. You can go out and cultivate networks for yourself, even ones that don't exist. It shows your ability to communicate and manage your stakeholders. It shows how you can make a system work to your advantage. Um, if you are relying on your existing network to make introductions for you, do the hard work for them. Don't wait for them to make an introduction. Send a follow-up email. Send your profile. Send your CV. You're just putting yourself out there. You're, you don't want to seem like the type of person who has a very external locus of control and you wait for things to happen to you. It shows that you are um, making strides in the right direction to land yourself that next coveted job. Mm. If you, if you are the person who's hiring, what mm-hmm. should you do to make yourself appealing? Considering there are so many people out there to choose from. Sure. I mean, I think um, cultivating a great employee va- uh, employer value proposition should be part of the course for any hiring manager. As much as you want to get somebody into your role, you also have to show them what makes your company an attractive proposition. So you could start by listing all your employee perks. You can talk about the development opportunities. You can talk about what makes your culture um, great and what sets it apart from your competitors. Also, just show humanity. Um, Mm. Yes, people do jobs for money, but they also need to enjoy what they're doing. And making a personal connection with the people you're interviewing was going to stand you in very good stead. Mm. Uh, That's such an important point, isn't it? I think we all feel that we've moved to AI and, uh, you know, we're snuffing out communications and we're snuffing out feelings of just feelings generally. But actually, you want to know what the person's like. You want to give a little bit of yourself in your CV and, and when you are offering a job, make it more appealing that way. Exactly. We shouldn't eliminate humanity. And of course, fine line between um, being professional and being cold and too formal and we need to be able to strike that balance between showing personality and and being unprofessional but there is a balance to be found and there is no reason not to have a great company culture and then show up cold and detached in an interview. You want to show people what it's like to work at your company give them a a peek behind the veil if you will um, and a a great employee value proposition will get you there. How should we use something like chat GPT? GPT. (laughs) I think for job seekers, it is a way of um, eliminating time to do certain tasks. You can use it to write your CV, then you can use it to tailor it for each role that you're going to uh, apply to. Um, If an employer is asking for a cover letter, use it to write one of those. You can also use it to optimize your LinkedIn profile, uh, just to be more attractive to recruiters who are looking for very specific things. Um, and there's a plethora of things you can do. You can use it to write articles, uh, write opinion pieces and uh, showcase who you are as a person. It really is to take away the, the repetitive and mundane tasks um, that are otherwise just taking up too much of our time. Mm. Um, you've got, uh, and I'm taking this from something that you've put down uh, before, adaptability is important. And I, I think it's, I mean, what you see job-wise now, I mean, it's not just doing one thing, is it? It's a more holistic approach to your work. That's important. Um, yes, absolutely. I mean, I think um, in a lot of companies, especially in where we are able to use automation to do away with a lot of the rote tasks that people have been doing and that take up a lot of time, if you're able to adapt not only to the environment, but also to take on new tasks um, and develop new skills while you're at it, that's 
obviously going to set you apart from people who are not. Um, we talk about people being out automated, but it's more about jobs being out automated and people who don't use the automation tool. They're going to be the ones left behind. And is it smart to put on your CV or when you do get to speak to the person that's hopefully going to hire you, that you say to them, I, I want to learn. I, I, I'm into upskilling. Put me forward for that. I'm available. Absolutely. I mean, you should also show that you have taken some of those steps on your own steam. Um, I, I don't think that anyone who says, I want to learn, but hasn't done any of that learning on their own is entirely credible. Um, when there are opportunities that, yes, companies should certainly um, asking. Okay, okay we, we seem to be losing you again. If you have the chance to tell us how people can contact you, please do so. Absolutely. Um, to go to the Jack Hammer website. Okay, right, and I do. Thank you very much. Africa MD at Jack Hammer Global.